Hi everyone, welcome to today's Daily Brand Prophetically Driven Encouragement. Father God, I want someone to know He is fighting your battles for you. Only thing you need to do is be at peace within your heart. Make sure you doing your part in prayers. And being consistent with your prayers. It's important that we each do our part and be consistent with our prayers. So that Father God's will will be exalted. Knowing that what Father God wants will be made manifest regardless. But since... Satan is Father God's enemy. He is going to fight to delay what Father God needs and wants to come to fruition. And how he's going to do that is try to use Father God's children by trying to distract us or by trying to cause manipulation, by trying to um, throw arrows of confusion. Make sure or do your best to self-check and be more aware that you're not pursuing relationships and just vain connections or connections built off of vain pursuits like just money and, and status and fame and just to be exalted like be mindful of your own ways so that Father God won't have to chastise you or humble you be willing to humble yourself and remember pride comes before the fall also remember the enemy who chooses to be an enemy to you they have a distorted view so the things that you say since people are moving in the spirit of offense and jealousy and envy and greed and when at all costs and murderous heart murderous heart is an unforgiving heart that means every time that means once you got hurt by a multitude of people or individuals or one traumatic situation that you were not able to let go of or you did not attend to with your own will and you went ahead and just covered up your true emotions by indulging in sin or relationship for just codependency comfort like just because you can't be alone and father god be needing us to have that time alone because you're supposed to build that relationship just as much as you desire to build to want to be in a relationship you have to desire to want that relationship with Father God. Yeah, God bless some people to be in a relationship before they had got to know him. But don't expect that to just be your situation, especially in this time and day, right? Because you don't want to end up in a relationship not trying to focus on your relationship with Father God. And then when warfare is waged on your relationship by outsiders or you being unaware because, you know, just being distracted by life or friends or whatever you got going on and because you built so much put so much time effort energy into 
that relationship more than what you put into God when the warfare is waged against the relationship, which is for most, a lot of people, if you would be honest, a relationship um, equals a form of stability for a lot of people. Not for everybody, but for a lot of people. They find a companion, they they had a job or whatever they set up for like financial income in their life, but they get comfortable in that companionship to where if arrows get shot of that relationship, it the foundation becomes rocky if whoever is putting most love in and it, it get rocky and then the one who is doing the less of the work not even maybe not even unawares or intentionally because they may not be mature in relationships or ready to commit commit like in faithfulness without cheating or maybe they hadn't got to the level to where they they um are able to not cheat because you know some people have a problem like it's it's a actual affliction for them or actual struggle for them that stay faithful though they'll want to be in a relationship with you want to have be possessive over you want to like put their stamp or their mark on you but will not be willing to settle down with you you got women in you got men that do this so you want to be aware if you are if you the type of individual man or woman who loves with loves wholeheartedly you love and you faithful and you do your part by trying to have your relationship with Father God. You want to have balance. You want to try to find your balance with what balance look like for you when it comes to companionship and relationship. So that you're not unawares that you codependent on your spouse. And if something happens and that spouse go to acting weird or unattentive to the relationship where you unattentive to your your actual life duties you get what i'm saying to where it throw you off balance in your life to where like oh you too depressed because your relationship is 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 um not where you want it to be or y'all about to break up so you're not performing how you should at work because there's an imbalance because you allow yourself to be codependent i mean you're supposed to love your partner and want to be there and know and all that stuff but if but you just have to do your best to find your balance, find your way to work on you being codependent. And it's day by day, step by step. And the only way you can do that is if you realize you're codependent, you can ask your spouse if he feel like or she feel like you're codependent. And be willing to listen to their verdict, what they had to tell you so you ain't getting offended when they just trying to tell you the truth so you can work on it you get what i'm saying and ask them what they feel you could work on so you won't be like what make what they fit what about you makes them feel like you're being codependent like you, if you could have the conversation bring it up you get what i'm trying to say in a peaceful way because That's how you you have longevity. You work. You you ask questions and don't just assume that everything is going fine. And then one day it just hit the fan that you they feel 
suffocated or that you was being codependent or that they was being too possessive or controlling. Either way, you get what I'm saying because it's not necessarily you. This is general conversation, general topic. Like, be aware so you can work on things you need to work on and your relationship can be in longevity and not short-lived. Also, once again, like I said in the beginning, be aware as to be leaning on Father God for your revelation and insight and what he need you to do concerning whoever in whoever you can in, in your kingdom connections or your work connections or relationships and friendships. If you are one who normally goes to other people to try to like see what things lining up at or checkpoint confirmation type things Father God wants you to in this season lean on him especially when it comes to a God ordained kingdom um, courtship or or engagement or connection just meant just to be for for work be leaning on Father God and in a quiet place at this time versus going to who you may normally go to to get messages about your relationship and family matters, all of that. God needs you to come to him at this time so that you don't get caught in the maze and the illusion in the loop in the matrix of confusion because they have this going on they know that kingdom spouses and, and kingdom wives and husbands or connections or for work are coming together and they want to put veils of confusion over people's face and eyes so that you thinking that the person who God showed you was the person and he gave you all the evidence and the messages that in revelation but then the enemy got people who is on their own agenda and pursuits and they're there to throw you off kilter no matter what community you in so you and no matter who you are or how long you been in a certain area just be mindful that you not getting complacent to going to people take this stuff to father god take your kingdom courtship or work connection new possible or whatever you are desiring take it to father god don't rely on a whole bunch of messages from other people and trying to go with the flow of how the messages is going. Oh, they oh it sound like it. Oh, he or she they they interested in me. Da, 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 da. Let me keep going. Listen to this person because they seem like they on my on my line spiritually. You got to be careful with that because then the enemy will realize that you leaning on that person for that type of revelation and they'll throw a curveball at you to the point where. It'll throw you off to where it's like, well, I thought God said that that was my kingdom spouse. I thought God said that I was supposed to work with these people. But you ain't realizing that, you know, enemies can be in plain sight or anybody can be used as a, a point of confusion against you, no matter who they is.
because enemy can manipulate through the airwaves and subliminally so a person could be saying everything right but because there's somebody manipulating stuff it'll come through as confusion for you you getting what i'm trying to say because you your spirit is picking up on the manipulation but you not necessarily aware that your spirit picking up on the manipulation but it's because it's something unseen there's going to be confusion because you're going to be thinking of everything that you know God showed you. And then when that person says the thing that goes against what God told you, it's going to make you unbalanced. Like, well, I had all the evidence. I had all the facts. What you would perceive as facts or you may have actually had the facts. But because God seeing you put that much, um, how can you say you leaning on that person too much. You starting to idolize that person for for messages and revelations that God needs you to come to Him for. Not saying He ain't He don't got people there for you to have His checkpoints and confirmation points, but it's supposed to be you know Him. You getting what I mean? Like you got to be on point with Father God so you don't get distracted, and then you go off course when now that really was your kingdom spouse, but because you. Listening to so many people, maybe God needs you to listen to one person in this season or or the two people or the three people or however many people and not listen to so many people. So you can have your balance and you can really know who what God's saying to you versus so many voices speaking, saying different things. And because you're taking in so many different revelations and trying to decipher where or what fit, the enemy can use that against you. But if you build your foundation of your faith in God and know what he said going to come to fruition and be checking with him, he going to talk to you. Because if it's in that season for that to be, he gonna, he like he like you got to be prepared. He's going to talk to you about it. But if you been lacking, then... You won't really get the messages that you should be getting because you're not really prepared because you've been like you've been slacking on. Like to be prepared, you had already had been being you had already been in a position of preparation. It's just the last finishing touches of awareness and stop and not being distracted by other stuff and bringing your full attention into whatever God leading you to. You get what I mean? But, yeah, so be careful. Pay attention to your surrounding. Pay attention to whoever you listen to. Pay attention to you see do you desire any switching up? Because you got to desire the spirit. At all times, you got to test the spirit. If you feel off or weird or it's just something you you just don't know what it is but it's something then you it's okay for you to just leave and go about your business you don't have to point that out to other people to make other people have that exact view that you get because it could just be you're not supposed to listen to that person in that season and that's why you feeling like that it could be your spirit just don't agree with that person because you could have issues or trauma or 
something you ain't deal with because everybody got stuff that they still got to work on. And it's just clashing when you come in that person's presence and it's not really them. It could it could really be you. You get what I'm saying? Don't be so quick to always blame the other person. Sometimes it's you. And you got to be willing to admit that because that's the only way you can become the best version of yourself is being able to say, well, yeah, I can see this about myself. I can acknowledge this about myself versus somebody else coming, telling you and you changing because other people telling you versus you realize it about yourself and you ain't do nothing. You get what I'm trying to say? You don't want to be changing because of other people. Even if it you like the... Whatever they may be telling you might sound like a good reason. Change has to come because you want it. Because if you just change just because you're not that person, you you admire that person or you're attracted to that person or however you feel about that person, you just change because you doing it because they asked it of you. When they switch, if they end up switching up on you or walking away from you, you will revert back and not keep what you changed for them. And you will feel like you did something for someone that walked away from you. Like, it'll be a a, a harm to yourself, basically, for you to do that. Because it didn't come because you wanted it to. You, it, it changed, you wanted to change because they wanted you to change. And... You can't move like that in life. You could take their constructive criticism now or their insight because it don't even got to be criticism. You could take their constructive insight on whatever may need to be pointed out, but to solely do it to show them you can be this person, it's kind of error because you want to do it because you want to show God and yourself that you can do it. You get what I mean? At the end of the day, it starts with you. And then when you add somebody else in your life, you did your part by working on you. And it'll be easier for you to come together with somebody else who's working on them, on they self as well. Make sure you're not settling just because something seems extravagant or like a one in a lifetime type of thing. Anything Father God brings to you and it's actually, actually from Father God. It's going to be the, it's going to be the, and if, and and when I say it's going to be the, like, because it's ordained by God, because it's actually made for you and it meant for you, you got time. God's going to give you time to make to make wise choices. Like you got he can give you time to think about it. He's going to give you time to observe and to come to your own conclusion about the person. Because that's how like you have to be able to use your discernment and not be swayed by looks. Or status or wealth. Because even if somebody got wealth, people can make stuff look good and it's not 
really what it look. You get what I mean? Or vice versa. Somebody could just look like they got wealth, but in our reality, they don't have how they presenting themselves as wealthy. They're not necessarily wealthy. Just be true and authentic. Don't don't um how can I say don't let your wealth be a point of let me see how to say this don't let your wealth be the point of interest when it comes to dating or courting or meeting or linking up with people like don't don't let the money be the reason let it be because you wanted to get to know that person like don't put your money on display don't put your wealth on display for that for a person like i don't know how to say this get like show the person you and then after and then if you feel safe enough with them they realize then you can show that part of you however it's needed to be in a righteous manner so that because when you come at people and it's like you showing that you you got this money and you'll do this or you can do all this and blah 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 it can uh, it can entice a certain type of individual and because you're coming off like flashy with your money like some people naturally like that and they ain't trying to like sway you with it this is mainly for people who do who, who do it and may and can be for people who do it maybe unawares so that you can self-correct yourself and and be able to block people who just want to pursue you because you're wealthy because if you just present yourself like a a regular person not like regular like if you got status of fame or whatever celebrity it's going to look like how it look for you individually. But as far as pursuing someone. Don't let your money be the the starting point. To get somebody's interest. Because you know how they say how you get them is how you keep them. So if they see the feel like oh he, he showed me he had his money. He, or she got all his money and be talking about money. Or always flashing material stuff. They'll look at you like that. And and then if you, it'll just be like they expect that from you for you to give because you flashing it and then you coming into their life. So a person, if you don't know if they dealt with pride, arrogance, and an immature mindset and you coming in their life, they're going to feel like, well, you trying to talk to me. You owe me for trying to talk to me and you showing me your money. Like, what's the reason? Unless you want to give me some. Like, that's some people's actual mindset. Like, you got to understand. So you got to be careful about being flashy when you have wealth. Or, and when I say wealth, wealth don't necessarily mean like billions of dollars. What looks different for for different people. So just be mindful of that. God gonna make a way regardless. But God need us to do our part and to be aware and not be distracted by material 
gains or even status. Though when he give it to you, he wants you to steward it, but he don't want you to be prideful and boastful and arrogant and rude with it. Because he wants you to be a representation of that, of his glory that he bestowing upon you. Like, you understand what I'm saying? Some, if you don't realize that, yeah, you will make some mistakes and you and people be where they at but then once you learn something certain things you gotta actually start doing your part because when god start talking to you about stuff and then you just ignore it he counting it against you at that point because he know you had heard it and you showing him that it's more important for you to rebel against what he said versus try but you expect to keep the stuff that he had allowed you he gonna expect he gonna expect for you to do your part as his child like any parent and if you're a parent you should be able to understand that even if no matter how like wealthy or whatever level of income that you may have as a parent if you're doing everything for your parent i mean for your children to make sure they got everything and your children like at a wealthy state in them like they well taken care of and fed and healthy and they got the stuff that they need and you get what I'm trying to say to me wealthy is stability like you stable it's not like necessarily like you just got all that money like that like I don't know I'm pretty sure you understand what I'm saying, though. But wealth is it's different levels of wealth as well. And it's different variations of what wealth can be. Because you could be wealthy in abundance. You could be wealthy in pure, high, holy energy that can heal people. You could be wealthy in words of deliverance and ministry you could be you get what i'm saying you could be wealthy in the ability to bring somebody from darkness back to father god or from being um deceived and led off course so don't build your list of how you want your kingdom spouse to be on a whole bunch of like vain things remember what you ask father god for he will give it to you so you don't just want to be praying for no wealthy person or for a rich person or somebody that you can just take care of you because if you you got to be careful how you ask God for stuff because he'll give it to you exactly how you ask for it. And then you be like, but I asked you for this and he'll give it to you. And you like, but they ain't got, they don't have the love or they don't have the compassion. But he, you ask for a wealthy person. <laughs> you, ask, you ask for somebody who can take care of you. You ain't ask for somebody who's going to love you unconditionally and be able and be willing to work with you through the good and the bad you getting what i mean you gotta be pacific when you asking god for kingdom stuff 
And then knowing that you got an enemy that's trying to listen in to what you asking God for so he can bring you the opposite of what's going to deter you from God. But don't be like if you're somebody who's been hurt in relationships. Father God wants you to be able to heal and he wants you to be able to be open to love in his righteous manner. It's okay to reject fake love when you notice when you knowing it's fake and your discernment ain't sitting well with what you seeing and perceiving but God don't want you to like build the wall up to where like love can't come in to counteract the trauma that has got in you get what I'm saying like cause God will send people to show you love in, in different variations you get what I'm trying to say but you gotta be willing to accept it you can't like yeah even though a lot of people may try to persecute you or talk about you or whatever they try to do. But but you got to understand the enemy just magnified and made it look like it's that many people by putting that many people around you and you not seeing your help or you not seeing your allies or your, your kingdom connections and tribe. Like, you get what I'm trying to say? But really, in all reality, it's just like because... You were being caged in by your enemies, but all your reinforcement, all your help, all the men and the women in white linen who God sent in to help you, they was being blocked because you were surrounded by the camp of the enemy pretending to be of light, pretending to be accepting, pretending to be learning only so they could try to conquer you in the end. But they only conquer themselves. They they only allow themselves to be conquered by what they was trying to conquer you by. And God allow it because again we gotta grow, we gotta learn, we gotta know how people is, especially when God wanna elevate you. No matter what elevation looks like for you as an individual, it look like it look different from from everybody's elevation is different for each individual life. But God needs you to see how people can be when you get to certain levels so that you're not necessarily going in like without having rulership over your soul. Or you're not going in having your heart on your sleeve. Even though because you may have a pleasant or a nice or a sweet or youthful demeanor or voice or personality or look you got people that try to take advantage of it but never allow that to cause you to change and lose that compassionate loving sweet side because God don't want you to be hard and hard in the warfare or in the battle or in your season of the wilderness even though you know people coming out of the season of the wilderness and then some people was held back because they had that many enemies trying to block their purpose and 
dreams from coming true. But God don't want you to allow nobody to be the reason that you stop serving him or pursuing your purpose and dreams. Because remember, even though you might be looking at yourself, you never know who all you going to bless and who all might miss out on blessings if you allow fear or Staying in your comfort zone, staying in your comfort zone to stop you. Cause that guy let you be comfortable for that season because he know you training, he know you learning, he know you, you he he growing you up spiritually and physically in strength and wisdom and But when it's time for you to move or leave that place of comfort, he wants you to be able to do that. And always remember, if no matter what, I mean, you know, there are certain scenarios where things happen or people do corrupt things to cause injustice but for the most part if you know you're doing your job and like how father god is teaching you and leading you and talking to you and in your heart and in in your reality you know father god is your witness and that you're not of harm to nobody or you ain't poised against nobody to be a threat with intentions or even unintentionally like when enemy tries to cast you in a light that is not your true heart position father god will show up to redeem you and sometimes it's not by a supernatural spiritual act sometimes it's him speaking through somebody that's why he don't want you judging people in a ungodly manner and when he tell you to love, he actually mean love. Not, not, oh, well, some people don't know how to love others. And I'm not talking about just go love everybody, love evil and love. No, I ain't talking about that. Like when a person is filled with the Holy Spirit. And actually has that relationship with Father God. And actually worked on trauma and issues that they had went through. It's going to be a wisdom to where they're not just going to be like, how can I say, so easily to give their heart. But it won't be in a manner of it's hard for them to love people. Like, even if you don't know them. Because there's some people, you know how God say love as Christ loved the church? That Christ loved the church unconditionally to where he actually died from them. And then you got some people who they'll say they love, but they only, that love that they say they have, it's not really love. It's a, it's just a word. Because if they see you about to get something, 
that they feel like they were supposed to have or they just don't want you to have, the love that they were supposed to have is not even going to be there. And they're going to do all the stuff to show what in the same breath say they love Father God and they love people. But to tell you that they only love people to a certain extent and it's really not love because God love is unconditional. Love, love, love is actually unconditional. No, no matter how you try to break it down, it's actually unconditional. But your love comes with conditions after you have discerned or perceived and seen facts and evidence that you should not be extending your love. And then there's different variations of unconditional love that we are to give. Because you're not going to give the same version of unconditional love that you would give to your kingdom spouse to a person who's just coming to you for spiritual revelation or um, wisdom or teachings, right? It's a different it's different types of unconditional love. And that's something that we gotta all work on realizing so that you're not really having a fake love but acting like you have love because you don't know what different variations of unconditional love is and because you've been hurt and never deal with your own stuff you you wouldn't know how to even give it or perceive that that person is giving genuine love because your demons or your unresolved issues such as jealousy envy bitterness greed pride and arrogance will cause you to perceive unconditional love as oh they think they all that oh why they so nice oh they they naive they gullible let's take advantage but not knowing love is stronger than evil that person love if they could love that much that mean the other side of them can be worse you ever you ever realize that like That's kind of why I feel like when men get their heart broke, why they, and all men don't do this, but for the most part, if a man had actually was giving you actual love and actually opened himself up to, to the relationship and that female, like, play him in a harsh way or just disrespect him and he actually was treating her like royalty and being there for her in the best version and way that he knew how to. And actually was doing a good job at that. And then when she turned and cheat or try to play him, that that this it's a disdain that he a hold towards every woman because that woman did that to him because he actually was open to her love. And you know, men don't wanna be belittled or made to be demasculated or I don't know how to say that like you get what I'm trying to say and uh, like a man is trying to like he giving you his love he giving you his affection his attention and for you to actually just play him that builds a disdain for other women that's going to come in his life he might depending on who the person is 
of course you may have other relationships, but the fact that when they gave the real, actual, real love and version of their stuff, they got played. They won't. They'll hold back every other every relationship they get into at that point. And it's for women too, but I'm just talking about men right now. Like they'll they'll end up holding back more and more each time a relationship don't work out, or they feel like a woman played them. Each other woman after that woman will not get the full extent of that man because. It's like once you've seen something in you, and if people start like putting everybody together, and then when you ain't dealing with that and and working on that after you have been hurt or played, it just makes you. It's gonna make. It's gonna have a change in your actual who you is because slowly but for surely you losing this thing for. A woman, which you gonna, which is your goal is to be with whoever you gonna be with, right? So when they hurting you, it just make you have less. How can I say like drive to be faithful, drive to show your best version and give the best version of yourself? Because it's like, well, I did it with them and they did this, so why would I? If I if I keep doing it. It makes you. It make. It kind of make them feel like they demasculating themselves. So they'll start defeminizing or becoming a cheater or just not taking women serious. And not all men do this, of course. Again, but sometimes that's how they got to that point because of of being a cheater because. They did have unconditional love. And that's why when you hear so many teachings about, you know, make sure you're doing your part as the woman's role and not trying to be how men be, like a player or easily persuaded. If you know you're in a relationship, be able to. Be able to be faithful, especially if the person you with give you unconditional love. If God got you in a place where you receiving unconditional love and help that you ask God for and it's coming in a righteous manner. It's like telling Father God, I asked you for somebody that's going to love me and do all these, have these qualities that help. Our relationship be in unity, but then when he give it to you and you go cheat, that's like slapping God in the face because he gave you exactly what you wanted and everything is going exactly perfect. But because you let distraction or unruly hearts, these fleshly desires. You allow yourself to go cheat or you allow yourself to be seduced into cheating or entertaining another. And as 
women, I feel like if you're gonna be in a relationship, you post, you gotta try to have a relationship over your mind and what you thinking about when it even comes to other men, because remember that you can open a door to cheating by you daydreaming ungodly ways about men outside of your relationship and vice versa for men too if you daydream about women outside your relationship or your marriage that can open the door to cheating because he told us to have rulership over all aspects of us and if you're supposed to be committed you're supposed to be committed in public and in private and within yourself because it only shows a balance within you if you acting committed in public and you acting committed in your spouse's face but in your heart and in your mind you daydreaming and fantasizing like sexual thoughts about others that's error that's a sin that's a doorway and a gateway to have it manifest to where you're seduced away or are you seduced to do a deceitful act which is going to bring more open doors or warfare to your relationship and then when everything hits the fan or come to the light because what's done in the dark is going to come to the light no matter who you is you can only cover stuff up for so long before God will bring it to the light and then you don't want God to be bringing stuff to the light and now everything you thought you was you thought you was being conniving and try to build yourself on being deceitful and conniving in it and then everything hit the fan and you realize you losing more than the person you was entertaining had to offer. You get what I'm trying to say? Like you gotta be careful. When God send you real love, respect, respect it how you want respect the person God sent to you. How you wanna be respected. Be faithful how you want them to be faithful to you. You will only lead by example. And actions always speak louder than words. Well, yeah, just whatever you got going on, keep it between you and God. Don't let other people have so much say when it comes to your love life, no matter who they is. At the end of the day, you have to make your own wise decision when it comes to who you picking and who you aligning yourself with. It's okay to have a different um, perspective than your group of friends. So if everybody say they don't like, let me just say a name, Tasha. If everybody don't like Tasha, but when you was around Tasha, or your time you passed through or seen Tasha, you was okay with her. She ain't seen like she had nothing wrong with her, nothing or him, whoever. But all your friends seem to have a problem with that person. You know it's okay for you to have your own mind. 
that shows your strength, that shows your individuality, that shows you being set apart. And that don't mean you don't like your friends. That don't mean you not loyal to your friends. That just means you can be loyal to your own self and perspective and will. Because when you bend your will just because, oh, my friends don't like such and such. But what if God actually got that person who you don't like? That who um Tasha? I'm gonna say that name again. What if Tasha really supposed to help you on your life path journey and is actually a kingdom connection and supposed to be a kingdom friend or just kingdom alliance? But you listening to your group of friends who only there for a little bit longer as a season in your life, but you don't you don't realize that and. How you, you how you do Tasha is gonna determine how your friends do you. You know, God send you through them tests sometimes because we got test seasons and everything where see friends grow apart, friends move away from each other and have to go on their own journeys in life as they grow up. Everybody, even your best friend who you could be best friends with forever, and you will never think that you will ever move away from that person or. Stop communicating with that person, even if it's for years, and then y'all talk back up later. But they had to go on their life journey, and Tiasha was supposed to be on your life path. But because you let your friends influence you, you lost out on the kingdom connection, and God is moving them on their way, and you got to go on your way. And instead of you having Somebody who God was going to have on your path. Now you got to do it alone. And then it's going to be stuff that God allow you to go through. Depending on how you handle said situation. Don't be a follow the leader type of group friendship dynamic. Have your own mind. Have your own perspective. Because if Tiasha is God heavenly earth angel walking the earth or appointed whoever from God and you just looking at them like how how your friends was looking at them but your friends only don't like that person because of oh she used to go with that person X or she went going with somebody or somebody like her who they want and they just don't like her solely for that and you joining in but you ain't realizing it's 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 not even worth you being in agreement. You can still be your friend's friends without being in agreement with their petty drama and mishaps. You know that? And you can you can clearly let them know and let them know how you still love them the same, but you don't got that type of personality and you're not gonna let nobody bend your will to conform to not liking somebody just because they don't like somebody. But that don't... It, it'll look different for different people, but I don't know. I just don't feel like that it's smart for... When you're youthful, when, you, when you're young... Okay, I get it. Because there's certain aspects that you ain't realizing. Some people who will tell you, Oh, well, if I don't like that person, you better not talk to that person because now depend on the situation it's I, I honestly feel like it do depend on the situation of why that person is telling you if that person try to hurt that person or harm that person 
or did something like where like death was called or or robbery or something like that i understand why they would want you not to talk to that person because that's really in opposition to them that's really a person that's in, that they know is dangerous you get what i'm trying to say that actually caused harm for their life but when it's that person ain't did nothing it's just based off of oh well i like such and such and he he act like he don't like me no more because he finna go talk to her like because sometimes that's all it be it just be stemming because somebody who they liked it swerved on them and went and liked somebody who they thought they was better than or who they wouldn't have thought that that person would like that type of person you know you you can't think for other people <laughs> you supposed to stay in your own lane but like i was saying that's why because the same people that tell you oh no now outside of the scenario of when actual death happened or harm happened when it comes to just like bickering or you know like gossip talk These people will tell you, no, uh, that's my op. I want to talk to them, and I don't want you to talk to them, but they will go talk to your op. If it is business, they will tell you, no, um, I don't think you should hire that person, or I don't think you should choose that person because I heard this, I heard that, or she said this about me, and then this and this to whatever scenario. But because you're a friend, they telling you this because they connect to you and they know you value their opinion, right? Because you have that rapport with whoever this might be for, right? And they will use that to their advantage to get you to not talk to that person. But let some money be involved. They will go do a job for that money with your opposition. Even if your opposition killed somebody. But it's money involved. So they're going to go. It's their they job. They... It's some people who won't, nah. But for the most part, a lot of people who be having so much say on trying to influence other people not to be around somebody outside of, like, serious manners, it be for a motive, for a reason that befits their own cause and agenda. So you want to make sure when you're listening to stuff, yeah, you want to listen because you got friends for a reason. You want to respect and value their perspective, their discernment of whatever warning they may be trying to tell you. But at the end of the day, you still want to say that to Father God. Because if it's not meant for you to feel that disdain about that person, you shouldn't just because your friend feel that way. Because then if your friend didn't turn around and was to get a job, and that same person who they told you don't go talk to, they don't like, and they told you all that stuff about, and they get a job, and they will work with that same exact person. And have conversations. And not even show that person that they don't like them when they're in that presence. And before you know it, something will be to happen to where they made it as though you had a problem with that person. And then now you in drama and you like, well, you the one who said you ain't like them because you told me this. And now you was able to go work with them and actually see that they was the all right person. When I was telling you they was the all right person, but you ain't want to believe me then. Not all of a sudden, you in the, you doing work with them and y'all cool. See, you got to be careful about people because 
Sometimes they'll tell you stuff just because they didn't want you to work with that person or align with that person. Just because they're possessive of you. It is not okay to just be possessive over your friends and your family member out of control. Yeah, we love our friends and our family, but you don't want to be possessive and you stopping stuff for them. But with that same, with your same mindset, you will do something contrary to contradict what you told them to do. You getting what I'm trying to say? So whoever you listen to for advice or wisdom, you actually got to pay attention to how they handle their life. When it comes to relationship, if that person is unfaithful, never settle down and be faithful and actually show that side of themselves. Because if you're faithful, it's going to show regardless. Because to be faithful, there's a work that you put in to yourself to know the importance of what it is to be faithful. So if they, if they all, if they your big homie, they the person you go to for wisdom, or they, whoever you go to for wisdom, on relationship. If they ain't in no committed relationship or had been in a committed relationship that ended on something that was reasonable to be ended on and not just because cheating and they couldn't be faithful or they never knew how to settle down or they just treat all women as whores because that was the ones they always was used to choosing and ones playing them so they just consider all women to be like that but that's their preference but will call you a call a woman a hoe but your preference is whores so how you call a woman a whore if your preference is whore? Like you're attracted to women doing horrid things. You're attracted to women doing perverse things. But, and this is what you go after. And in the same breath, when they don't do what you want them to do, you call them a hoe. Like, or when the woman is built the relationship with God, not being whores, you make her conform to receive some form of love or attention from you or a false form of a commitment by you acting. Like, you get what I'm trying to say? Be mindful how you acting. Be mindful who you getting your your wisdom from when it comes to you choosing. If they can't be faithful to nobody... And you haven't seen them in a consistent, faithful relationship. That probably shouldn't be the person you ask about the new person who you want to be with. Just straight up, honestly. If you, again, if you hadn't seen them sustain a successful relationship, And you know they possessed all the capabilities and the position in life. And you ask them about a new person who you interested in. And the person you ask them about is not the same level or type of person that they normally would deal with. You have to be mindful of what you take heed to concerning them. Because why would you go to somebody who is unfaithful 
for relationship advice. Or about somebody who is faithful. 